Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. We ride on. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah, play it. Play it. Oh, listen. Hold on. And let's ride. Let's ride in the second hour of the Playmakers. All systems are go and firing away. What an hour we have in store for you. Before we send you back into the abyss that is your life. Facts only. I got to get you a let's ride Russell Wilson t-shirt. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not above wearing uh, direct competitors clothing as I'm sitting across from you wearing a Colorado Avalanche shirt right now. But <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I'm respecting the no carb Big Mac uh, diet plan because um, Nathan McKinnon hates carbs and clearly his finger or hand unbroke itself because it just knew this wasn't the time. Yeah, some of these athletes coming out with weird diets Yeah, uh, and things. I don't know, the DK Metcalf news. Oh, that's a different type of plan than what Nathan McKinnon is on. Yeah, so you heard about this? Yes, DK's a little bit more on the Lindsey Brown diet plan than than Nathan McKinnon's. I heard he he goes one meal a day, I eat like three or four bags of candy. And a cup of coffee. And a cup of coffee. There's a lot of people that uh, start their days with the the first square meal of a cup of coffee and then take their meds and then wonder why they can't write straight. (laughs) It happens, but like, I guess perhaps we should have something more to soak this up. Pre gaming is not just for when you drink the party juice, but we have plenty of party juice to talk about in this second hour of our program. We're going to talk at least in the the second segment about some of the UK athletes pushing back about just how invasive gambling ads have gotten into their sports. And I'm just, I'm using invasive because it's everywhere. And I'm not using invasive in probably the negative connotation that most of us associate it with, but. Considering we are just getting our legs under us when it comes to our involvement as a nation in gambling, I feel like perhaps considering there are, there are different media laws in the UK, we could per- take some notes. Yeah, just a thought. Especially since we're about to be like two minutes away from the new DraftKings headquarters too. Correct, so. correct. And that's the thing. We have to be able to talk about this. You, you can't just assume like, oh, if you, this is going to go against the business, especially in this town. Like it's threatening. Like, no, by you shutting this up is threatening because moderation is a thing for in everything that we put in our bodies, whether it's good or bad. 100%. And then we've left some room for activities at the end of our hour where activities. we will take that. We don't know. Maybe it's karate. Maybe it's a poem. But I do know for our segment right now that we're going to get into inquisitive chaos where I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. But don't start the music yet. 
because we have to talk about the F1 race that's coming here in 2023. This is a huge deal. The hype is coming to Vegas. This is a huge deal. And I like can't really wrap my mind around the fact that they're going to shut down the strip. Like we drive that down that all the time. You're like, okay, put the F1 cars that are going 200 miles an hour. And they were joking on one of the the shows this morning. Like, oh, it's such a different speed than what the, what the strip is used to. I'm like, haha, not really though. But it just, in terms of the actual setup of it, I, I, the fences have to be massive, right? The fences are massive. I had to work the F1 race in, in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, the fence is like, yeah, it's pretty high. It's yeah. probably 20, 25 to 30 feet up. Um, the speed is, it's nuts. Like, it's a split second. Yeah. I haven't been to a NASCAR race. I've been to an Indy 500. That's the same cars, right? It, or somewhat. Oh, ish. Indy cars are a little bit different than F1 cars. Hey, hey, F1 guy. Don't yell at us. Dominic will come in here yeah. and yell at us if we're, he we're trying to, tomorrow. We're trying to learn and like, okay, so my first question is, Lindsay, are we... I feel like we have to watch this Netflix show at least now. I watched the first season. Okay, okay. I just yeah, haven't yeah, picked yeah. it up in the second one, and and it's a great show. That's why there's there's so much attention and movement behind F1 right now in racing, and you're wondering like why is this? Because literally Netflix started making a documentary series about it, and people are obsessed. Yeah, and they're and invested. This is how it works. Yeah, and it, and it's working out well, and I think Netflix is doing a couple other sports uh, just for people for clarification on exactly. What where the map or where the race is going to take place? It's going to begin off of Harmon. They're going to loop to Koval, and then they're going to get on the strip, uh, and they're going to pass the MSG Spear and the Venetian. Yep. They'll get on the strip from Spring Mountain, and then go all the way, and then back to Harmon. Take a left at MGM, and then loop right back around, going around Top Golf and everything. The center point, I guess, is going to be the Links. Um, big old Ferris wheel. Yeah, and and to me, the thing is that so this is the twenty third of November. This is Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Which is like. That's going to be absolutely nuts. That's going to be the Richie Richertons that are going to be in the, the, I mean, we're used to it. Big fights, big events, stuff like that. But like when it's F1 racing, it's a little bit different. That's like the rich people that don't want to be taking pictures of. Yeah. It's like the rich dude that's not into golf. Correct. It's another, it's like. But he's bought everything for it. Yeah. No. Just in case he needs to pretend. And it's funny because Sisolak commented, first and foremost, I do like this because now they have to fix and level the strip. This is true. Yeah. This place is an endless traffic cone uh, farm anyways. Yeah, and the potholes oh and everything God. near Sahara. Like, that's going to be fixed. Um, but then when, when he commented about the hotels and everything, um, so it was quoted Good luck is, to everybody working that weekend and yeah. getting into your job. Oh, my gosh. So he said, you're going to have road closures for a couple of days, yeah. but the hotels all have access. They'll work all that out. Yeah, I'm sure we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, let's get some Ubers and we'll line them up. We just got the designated areas figured up. As you mentioned, going around Harmon, going around the Boulevard, it's 3.8 miles or 6.2 kilometers uh, that are going at speeds right by the the palace or Caesar's Palace, Bellagio, Mandalay, and like you mentioned, the ball-shaped sphere. Which hopefully that'll be finished because then that that'll kind of be eyes. Oh, it, we'll we'll get that done. That's why we just constantly construct things because we have so much space and we have nothing else to do with it. So let's just keep on building it up, shall we? And we've wasted too much time building up to one of the best bits that we do here on the Playmakers. It is time to put you in the hot seat, Adrian Hernandez. Here we it go. is time for inquisitive chaos. Oh my God, another banger from the original. Musical genetic wunderkin Do- over there. Dr. Mark? No, that's from you. Yeah, true, true, true. He's my got, assistant. You got, you got the music in the in the bloodlines. You were telling me about Yo, that with your, with your mom and your sister, facts. right? And then Mark was carrying the crates for me when I got Don't the sample give him for this. Any compliments. He hasn't earned it yet today. <laughs> he hasn't even said hi to me. Can't even 
watch him walk around and try to figure out the world's problems in front of us here, but... Here we go. Here we go. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Ecuador. Interesting. Quinto? Quinto? Is that like a Quinto? place in Ecuador? I think that's the capital. At least that's what my senior Robin. You are so Robin much smarter us. than me. I just know they play Quito, soccer. Quito, Ecuador, Montevideo, Uruguay. There's a whole song. Oh, fantastic. You work at a zoo. Where would you like to be assigned? Wow, crazy. You know what? Put me with the, uh, they're not called pterodactyls, Adrian. Oh, my God. Those are extinct. Yes. What are spiders called? Arachnids? Not marsupials. Arachnids. Arachnids. Put me in there. Let me get over what? a fear. You want to be in the arachnid building? I'm terrified. Let me. Oh, I like that. I like that. You're going to confront your fears. I like that for us today. Or I become Spider-Man. One of the two. Okay. Treehouse or tricked out van life? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Growing up, I want a treehouse. Hell, yeah. Didn't in recess, didn't uh, dude have treehouse? There's a couple of shows with some treehouses oh, with the characters. Oh, 100%. There is, the, like, there is like a book series called The Magic Treehouse where they would go through points of history. Facts. I read a lot of those. I'm a That's huge cool. fan. Your most impressive athletic accomplishment. Funny enough, we were talking about field trips. Uh, when we went to go visit, we went to go see the Cavs game. Uh, I hit a three-point shot from the corner. Clean. What year is this? 2009. Uh, Lindsay, I wish we could have got it because I brought up the box score. Some of the dudes on your team. Stop it. You're playing the Wolves. Yes, yes. March 9th. Uh, <laughs> Wait, oh, 09? This is before the Wiggins deal and stuff. March, March this 27. This is before LeBron left. Uh, this is the Brian Cardinal, Mark Madsen. Oh, my God. Is Mikhail the coach still? Yes, Lindsay. Oh, my God. Is Rambus involved? Let's, uh, Absolutely, Rambus is involved. Because was it uh, Steph Curry? seen he an 08 draft pick or 07? Oh, uh, he was 08. So 08. This, this was the year. 03 was like LeBron and everybody else's year. 08. No, no, oh, LeBron was 03. That, yeah, it's, I mean, LeBron, Chris Bosh, D. Wade. Yeah, like, yeah, 03 yeah. was a big year in the NBA and the NHL, believe it or not. Ryan Gomes starting Ryan at, the, at the two. Ryan Gomes. Do we have K-Love yet? Yeah, No, yeah. So K-Love, Ryan Love. Gomes. We, we didn't have Ricky Rubio yet, though. J- I don't no, think. Jason Collins. Oh, my God. Kevin Ollie, 28 minutes. Who? <laughs> he averaged. Oh, geez. He went zero for five this game. Uh, oh, he went to the line. Two for three. All right. Back to my bit. Wait, wait, wait. Last guy. Last guy. Last guy. Rodney Carney. Any thoughts? None. <laughs> Zero but thought. so I, I hit the shot from the corner. Austin Carr, the play-by-play guy, said, "You got a shot, son." So. Look at you now. Facts. Speaking of success, <laughs> balling. Something no one gives you credit for. Oh my gosh, we don't have enough. To, what do we got? Fifty-one minutes. Well, left? they're supposed to be quick twitch reactions, not diatribes. <sighs> Good point. The way I make pork chops. Pork chop prep. <laughs> Season them, babies. Season them up. Which Pirates of the Caribbean character do you vibe with most? None. What? I hate the movie. I hate How the ride. Could you? I hate the ride. Topic that you know the most about that matters the least. Oh, jeez. How to be good at Madden. <laughs> Madden life with a Y. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> the Titanic is sinking and you're on it. What were you doing and what do you do next? Jumping off. You're jumping off. What were you doing when you learned that you're going down? I was, oh, geez. Hopefully uh, fornicating with someone in my bed. Fornicating! 
That's baby making, Maybe, right? Hopefully in a different... Uh, yes, that is that word. Okay. Maybe you're in the van right next to Jack and Rose's. Be awkward. I heard it was very scary, like, in real life when that happened, because all the lights were off and... What? The, 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 the your Titanic? giant uh, sea liner literally sinking to the bottom of the ocean there's nobody to help you and it's no the carpathia shows up like six hours later say sorry we're late we had our thing turned (laughs) off like literally so many safety regulations came out of the titanic sinking that has a conversation for a different day lifeboats keeping your morse code machine on all these things (laughs) where is your happy place in the studio oh wow oh my god i don't have to protect it that's what Yoda's for. Tootsie Pop or Blow Pop? Blow Pop. That's the correct answer. Wasn't Tootsie Pop's chocolate? It's and Tootsie. It sucks. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's, no, it's no. not even chocolate. It's like, I don't even know what it is. Place you spent most of your idle time as a child? Uh, The park. The park? We was hoping. Hurry up. I loved going to the park. And some starberries. Hell yeah. Last thing you learned that blew your mind. Wow, this is such a great question. Thank you. Last thing I learned that blew my mind. (sighs) Lindsay? Yes. I don't think I have an answer. Okay, we can come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. I'll swim with dolphins, but if this one is named blank, I'm out. What's the name? A shark. Okay. Wait, did I? Not really, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll swim with dolphins. It's looking for a name in which you would be like, if he's named Steve, there's no way I'm getting in the water. That's all right. Shark. That would be confusing for sure. How long does it take you to get ready to go out? Oh, wow. About average time, 47 minutes. Include shower? Yes. I have a lot of crevices. I'm a big dude. We make sure we clean. Happy that you're getting all the crevices cleaned out. Most annoying thing you find about yourself? What a great, what a great question. Thank you. Um, uh, self-doubt. Ooh. Seconded. <laughs> Just one of my many things. I love, yours. I love when we get deep with some of these questions. I know. I do too. Your favorite birthday so far? Uh, my eight, eight years old. Eight years old. Pizza Hut Buffet. Hell yeah. Pizza Hut Buffet. Kids these days have no idea what I'm talking about. Dude, I don't even know. CeCe's Pizza doesn't even exist anymore. Your go-to hype song? (laughs) Oh, my go-to hype song is Cartoons and Serial, Kendrick Lamar and Gunplay. It's a crazy song. Cartoons and Serial. I'm Kendrick Lamar. I just love the way he just says some stuff sometimes. A lot of people, there's just that's what I grapple onto. How you just say the things. It's not that it's just the geniuses that you say, it's how you say it. Weirdest thing that's happened to you in an elevator. Uh a drunk girl started peeing. This is the woods, right? <laughs> Dude, we've all been there. Squatty potties minus the potty. Tried to act like nobody could hear the drip from the <laughs> drip, drip, drip. The floor. Your professional wrestling name. <laughs> heavyweight. I figured. Which would be confusing if I was the heavyweight champion. A little redundant, but as you're saying, there's Paul and Paulette. Paul, right? D- yeah. George. These are facts. These are all facts. Game of Thrones sigil you'd side with. It, it, sigil is like, like squad. The, the flag, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. 
Um, give me um, not the phrase. Uh, John, the snows, right? You want you want to be with the bastards, or do you want to be with the with the? No, 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 not the bastards. Be... I want to be with the uh, the integrity, the ones that all got killed in the red the wedding. Starks? The Starks. The the Starks. You, you drop, that's the thing you drop. The oh Starks. Let's go. All right, the Starks. The the North remembers. Yes, I guess I just. <laughs> Told you I wanted to die, apparently, but now I want to survive. No, it's okay. At least uh, you're going to protect yourself in case the dolphin is named Shark. <laughs> We're on a road trip. It's four hours in. Gas station snacks are. What a phenomenal question. We are, going, we are going um, the white chocolate Reese's. Super underrated. Um, we are not getting the Reese's with potato chips inside of them. Um Ugh. You know what? Let's do let's do the cheddar cheese combos. Beverage and a, a cherry Pepsi, fountain with light ice, crushed. If the machine is right, fancy, I'm, I can't write that fast. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. This is not even going anywhere. I'm just writing down all of your answers, or at least versions of your answers in my own writing. Random opinion that you'll take to your grave. What a great question. Thank you. It's number five. Random question. Random thing that I will take to my grave. Uh, the final opinion. the final season of Game of Thrones was done properly. Oh, goat. Goat. Game seven. G7. Your hero in sixth grade. The Rock. The Rock. King of the Rock. Paper or plastic? Paper. Papers, if you know what I mean. Anyway, <laughs> I love you. What's your favorite T-shirt? A white. Tea. Or what's on your favorite T-shirt? Nothing. Just a white. Clean tea. slate, baby. Clean slate. Fresh pits. <laughs> Can't Better. lose. Better be. That's okay. I got one more. It's actually like perfect. Don't even restart it. Okay, do it. Okay, never mind. All right. Baked beans. Your thoughts. Ew. Stop it! No! Ew. You put the ew! Oh my god. That's just depressing. But you know what? This was more than an entertaining version of Inquisitive Chaos. Every time I write the questions, I'm like, this one, this one's gonna be the failure. This one is just not gonna be good. And it always ends up being better than what I hypothesized. There was Thank a, you. There's a couple where I struggled with. Um, but you know, I pulled through, like I said, I was up at 5am today. Oh, the last thing you learned that blew your mind. You didn't give me an answer for that. The one. last thing I learned that blew my mind. Did you learn um, anything of the petting zoo today? You were like, oh um, damn. This blew my mind. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Joel Embiid, uh, before yesterday have played the same amount of games this season and have the exact same point total and point scored this season. Whoa. It's kind of nuts. Oh yeah, that is twilight zone stuff right there. That is a hot stat or fact. And that was Inquisitive Chaos. That's where I ask Adrian a bunch of random questions, and we see where it goes. And usually it ends up pretty darn good. Let's door dash some baked beans. Okay. I, you don't even need I, – I got them in the, <laughs> in the you know, in our office. Like, it's ready to go. They're teed up. Let's They're, go. Uh, you got baked beans and, and potato chips. I'm going to change your life. And we'll change everybody's lives with some foresight, some oversight, some wherewithal. Either way, we got to be careful with all these gambling dollars, and the UK is going to show us a way. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
perfect theme song choice for our segment topic today because we're going to take out that good old self-reflectory mirror, people. Because if there's one thing that I know about Americans is that we know what's right. We know what's right for us, and we should be responsible for that. Like, we should just be able to conduct business however we want. The onus is on the individual. We very much have the mindset of, like, let's F around and find out. But here's the thing. Overseas, they've been doing that a lot longer than we have. As uh, the great coach McKay said in D2, the Mighty Ducks, America's just a teenager, guys, just like you. (laughs) And the U.K., among other countries in Europe that some of us have emigrated from, they have effed around and found out several times what happens when certain things go down, be that revolutions, be that certain products, be that, I don't know, the way that uh, random strangers can stalk you and take pictures of you. Like, there are so many different laws outside of us that I don't think is even in our imaginations. And I think some of them, while they may intrude on some of those very important freedoms, or at least some element of it, I think in the long run, it can be a healthier proposition. And I think that's what the uh, intention was uh, when this letter was sent uh, from a bunch of different football clubs uh, in the UK. I got this whole letter and story from Rick Westhead, who's up there in Canada and TSN. He's the one that broke all the Kyle Beach stories. He's the guy I have on. Like Anytime he tweets, I get exactly what he tweets because he's doing the hard work. And the stories that kind of fall by the wayside are not so convenient to talk about, and especially here in Las Vegas in a uh, United States that is quickly familiarizing itself with wagering and sports gambling. Legally. Legally. The UK has been doing this the most for for always. And they're starting to see some of the consequences, especially in the media landscape that we live in. And they're looking to, to, to step back or at least push back a little bit. I'm going to read excerpts uh, from this letter that was filed today, an open letter to the UK government Uh, There are 20 different British soccer teams asking that gambling ads be banned from team jerseys and in stadiums. Uh, We're talking like Lutton Town, Glasgow City, uh, Forest Green, Chippenham. Like I'm I'm mispronouncing all these. I know that because I'm not British. But my concern that they have is certainly there. And I use the example of of their um, sensitivity to paparazzi and just privacy when it comes to photographing people of interest, celebrities, like we, we know that like the British tabloid thing is a huge deal. I and mean, you know why there's so much pushback? Because Princess died in a, tu- Princess Di died in a tunnel yeah. running away from one. And that's where it's like, there, there, are reason, there are reasons why there are checks and balances and why if you don't impose them on yourselves, the world will do it for you and will do it in a lot bigger tragic way than you probably anticipated. Uh, Just reading a little excerpt here from this letter. There's an overwhelming consensus about the harm caused by gambling marketing, with the betting industry carrying themselves or industry themselves even offering a voluntary whistle to whistle ban on TV advertising during games. Sadly, measures like this are relatively ineffective as it is still virtually impossible to watch a football league game in the UK without seeing a gambling advert. That's what they call advertising. You're just like an individual advert. <laughs> With one Premier League game containing 700. One game. That's the thing. We're not all fully formed in the brain yet. That happens in your late 20s. Yeah. Kids are watching this. We're all sitting in this in this soup. 
and they, in this letter, another part, they say, as, as trusted hubs of our community, and soccer teams mean different things over there, we know this, we have a special social and ethical responsibility to our young fans and wider fan base to create the safest possible environment to watch their heroes. This is not compatible with something that causes more than 400 suicides every year in England alone. That's something that I wanted to bring up the last time we talked about, you know, an issue like this is literally when you Google and you just enter um, Europe and gambling problems, the first article that pops up in the Google search is UK gambling addiction is much much worse than people thought. Right. And it's a part of their everyday culture and has been for forever. And also like just the, you know. Obviously, we're a little bit jaded because we work in the sports industry and we're sports radio, and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. But the passion that people have for soccer over there, not only for their countries, but for some of these teams mm-hmm. where, you know, in, in certain sectors in college football, like the fandom is 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 a lot more. But just as a country as a whole, whether it's Premier League teams or the national teams, they take that to another level. And that's it, it's been seeped in much longer than us as we're finally starting to gear up and make this legal throughout the country. Just think of like what the significance of a pub is and how different that is from a bar. Like of there's bar in the United States and we got pubs here too, but pubs aren't the same. Like I was listening to a, a podcast on In Our Time that was all about the temperance movement, which is the precursor to the prohibition movement here in the United States. The temperance movement was in England. And a lot of it had to do because there were so many people just getting drunk all day because at work, every time there was any sort of thing to celebrate, like, oh, Steve said he went on a date last night you got to buy us all a bottle and we're taking shots all day. Like it was part of that because we're at the right at the entrance of the industrial revolution. So we're trying to make sure people are lubed up and not feeling all the pain and maybe questioning their surroundings. Um, Not really sure where I was necessarily going with that, but in, in terms of the availability, that's where I was going to go where, where this, where there's this, pervasiveness where you can't escape it. That's why the temperance movement came out of that, where you could have temperance houses because there was no place to go as like a community place that didn't serve alcohol. Yeah. And so they wanted that option. And that's where I think the kind of inspiration, or at least the, the, the worry is with this, because another excerpt from this letter here, I'll read. It seems clear to us that our fans, the players and the public and support our stance with the only barrier seemingly being the financial impact on clubs. And we all know that America has a price and this is the thing. And this is, it's a price overseas too. And, it's our decision on whether or not this is the price we're going to pay. Continue to read. This is why we are writing to you today. We want to challenge the notion that football is dependent on gambling advertising revenues. As clubs, without these partnerships, we can categorically uh, say that we evidently do not need them. We have managed to source other forms of sponsorship and have attracted partnerships because of our socially responsible stance on this issue. And now, I'm not saying we do away with all gambling advertising. I don't think this is what they're saying either. But when it comes to on the jerseys, when it comes to in-game, like it says a lot to me that the betting industry, at least overseas, said, you know what, we'll volunteer to not do any advertising in between the whistles. Like how often do we see anybody give their stand, give on their stance if they're quote-unquote the shield? Very no, rarely. Very rarely. So and it speaks to how big a, they are. And it, and it speaks to how little of a concession that is. If they're like, well, if we give them this, maybe they'll stop asking questions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so – I think there's there's a place in the middle. But this is the this is the worry that I have when you see the amount of of gambling centrism and lensing in our in our business in sports radio and television and everything. We talk about it 
all the time. And at some point, it's not going to be the deviation anymore. At some point, that is going to be what the norm is. And we're not going to question it because that's exactly what we've been drinking from the hose for as long as we can remember. And with that, do you think that we have the institutions and just the, the, the support built up for that? Because if there's any other example across just how we handle mental illness in this country, illness in general in this country, I don't think we're, we're building a, pretty, a very big safety net. No, 100%. And, and I think another thing that's going to evolve is, you know, we talk a lot about how Amazon and Apple are getting into the industry of being an entertainment place where you can watch these games. And mm-hmm. it's not just ESPN and these network television places. You know, slowly but surely, obviously, their graphics and they're partnered up with all these companies. But you're seeing it here in radio where FanDuel's teamed up with Pat McAfee. DraftKings is with Dan Lebatard. Sooner or later... Like today, ESPN just re-signed Woj and, and uh, yep. Schefter. What is going to stop them from having their own network on TV or just streaming it and hiring some of these dudes? Because just like Amazon and Apple, who don't care what the standard is, they'll throw out all they this money. They care about reliable profit streams. Yeah. I'm going to invest in the in the biggest fire hose that has the that is always running, and that's gambling money, and that's where it's that that moral. Um, confrontation that you have to have it on an individual basis and then the leaders of these sports have to as well because as I mentioned sooner or later we don't question it sooner or later it becomes synonymous and that means there are going to be kids that are watching sports thinking well for me to be a good sports fan on some subconscious level I need to be gambling yeah honestly because for me to be participating like how did how do we handle when Twitter started to take off? Like all of a sudden, well, if you're not watching the game and and staying up to date on Twitter, are you really having the full blown experience? Yeah. Same same type of thing. Don't think that our brains can differentiate between that nuance because we can't. We are not nearly as smart as we think we are, and we are a lot more easily led, uh, whether we're consciously doing it or not. But I I, I really commend the the handful of teams the collection I shouldn't just say a handful because I would be dropping uh, they would be dropping out of my hands because there's more than just a few but to come out in this in this um climate but I think it speaks to the level of severity like you said you just do the google search and like it's one of those big problems it's one of those big problems that people don't talk about it's probably similar to what we talk about with the opioid crisis here or just mental health in general the crisis that it's just nobody talks about it because we know that we can't truly get anywhere with it until people start standing up and saying, hey, we got a problem here. And you got to convince the the powers that be around you to be in that too. But like I said, I, I think. And it's all happened so fast, Lindsay, like five exactly. years ago. A, a sports book being connected to arenas and stadiums and ballparks. Just look at how like the Senate hearings and the other things go on when we have like Zuckerberg going in front of Senate or Congress. What kind of questions are the people asking that are in the power seats? Most of them don't really understand the full yeah. depth of the end. That's not supposed to be a, a thing at ageism or anything, but there's just a different level of understanding because things change so quickly. And some of us are better equipped to roll with the changes than others. But when it comes to money being involved, there's a lot of, well, I didn't see anything. Oh, it's like, eh, we don't need to put that rule there, especially here in this country. And so that's where I, I, I'm interested to see how far we're willing to let this go before we start being a little bit more pushback because it's not going to just having like one or two. Hey, if you have a gambling problem for your 10 second promos that you you throw between the other two advertisements, that's not enough. It's not enough because it's going to be part of our public consciousness. And so does the hygiene. 
they both can exist and that's where I, I think we get in our into trouble here uh, just as humans but especially as humans that live here in the united states uh I, i'm and honestly i'm, I'm kind of surprised because you know this isn't gambling per se, but but in a way it is. You know, you you brought up where these these betting companies overseas are like, okay, whistle the whistle, we won't do your advertising. You know, Fortnite when that came out, that's a free game, mm-hmm. and the reason they let it be free is because so many people were buying skins, like yep. little outfits for their characters, because they knew so much money was being made for FIFA. Yep. The big thing in that game is you create your own team. You start out with a whole bunch of crappy players, and then you have to buy these packs. And your hope is that you buy these packs and you get Cristiano Ronaldo, a great overall player. And within a year, we not only found out that EA Sports was making over a billion dollars yeah. on just those packs, but they went to court. We're not only in Europe, but in America they have to put like, hey, if you're buying this, yeah. this is where you're getting. It, the ease and they, of use was too fast. Yeah. Like literally because they're like, we have to have a few more stop gaps because it was turning into gambling because all you're doing is putting money in there and be like, I hope I get a pack. I hope because I get a pack. And you that's, couldn't even. That's chance. Because you couldn't even specifically buy that one player right. no matter how expensive. And that's kids playing. That's illegal gambling if exactly. you think about it in and, definition. And also mobile games too. So that's yep. a big thing too. So, But they were very quick. Like within two years, those standards and those protocols, it's still a problem and they still bombard you and they still like hey here's a link and a pop-up blah 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 but at least some of those things are in place and with now i don't know it's because it's not just like marijuana where it's not legal everywhere yet Mm -hmm. but i don't know what it's going to take and it's very worrisome for like our generation and the ones a little bit younger here in 10 or 15 years that like you said are indoctrinated and they don't understand like we know and we don't know the full effects because it it, it hasn't been legalized long, long enough for us to be able to go through that revolution of figuring out what are the effects of people using too much? Yeah. And that's where, uh, like, the, the Euros have us beat with, with longer histories and just social contracts. And that that just makes us a really unique hotbed. And that's why things can get out of hand so quickly. Because, you know, three weeks ago we got news about the Calvin Ridley suspension. And then, like, a week ahead of that we had news that Connor McDavid signed a deal, first of its kind, with BetMGM being – a sponsor, like a, being sponsored by the Ben MGM, like spe- specifically him as a player. You're like, what are what, we doing? Yeah, like honestly, what what are we doing? And, and trust it, me, I, people this, making money. I'm all for. It. I think Connor's fine, but I'm just. We have to be a little bit more of an adult in the room. Like you, sometimes you got to be able to walk away, right? Those are all we all have these little things to keep us on the straight and narrow, but sometimes it's not enough. And so, uh, just. Just a word from the wise and maybe not so wise at the same time because we're all just trying to figure it out and every their problem isn't our problem and our problem aren't their problems. But at the same time, we copy and paste everything from everyone. No, 100%. Just, oh, it's our, our tweak's going to get it right. No, nope, you're just tweaking. You're just straight tweaking. Uh, we will get into our final tweaking segment of the day in just a couple of minutes. Room for activities. Where it will go, I do not know, but Adrian will probably figure it out. Love for the bet. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Oh, Lindsay, I, I might get a little emotional, man. Um, we had to play you some Nipsey Hustle before we got out of here. This is the three-year anniversary of oh, his unfortunate death. Three years already. Yeah, man. One of the craziest wow. experiences uh, being on live radio uh, for that day and just also the week that followed. Uh, but shout out to Nipsey Hustle. The marathon continues. His music's amazing. And you can find it somewhere that's very convenient to you. It's called the Odyssey app inside my uh, curated playlist called Hip Hop Underground. You can catch that, Lindsay's playlist, and discover hundreds of exclusive music stations for music fans built by music fans only on Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. The app is for free. Go check it out. And with news according to Adrian, a movie franchise that changed cinema is making its return. The what spy- Spider-Man are we doing now? Right letter, wrong franchise. The Spy Kids franchise is headed to Netflix. The streaming giant is partnering up with Robert Rodriguez, the filmmaker who created the family action comedy movie series, to relaunch and reimagine the property for a new generation. I'm kind of hyped. I don't know if you can recapture that magic. I uh, really don't. Like Antonio Banderas with the with the slick black hair. Classic Antonio. Legit. And then randomly, like before Desperate Housewives helped her career take off, or at least her second act of it, Terry Hatcher is like the henchman henchman's girlfriend whose fire starts on or hair starts on fire. Brady's firing out the wrong words in the wrong <laughs> order right now. Um but, Danny Trejo. Yeah, Alexa Vega, all of that. Um, Carla Carla uh Carla Jugino Sure. Yep. We'll leave that where it is. But regardless, it's. (laughs) I remember seeing the first Spy Kids in the theater, like, and being super pumped to be like, "I'm a Spy Kid. I'm gonna get like a cool watch, and I really (laughs) want that microwave that instantly turns this little package into like a large Big Mac meal." Even though I don't like Big Macs, I was like, "Well, there's for sure a McNugget one in there if there's a Big Mac one." No facts. The big was the big thumbs, right? Yeah, the big thumbs. Very odd. Floop. Loop. Yes, yo, that movie. Some narcotics were used in the hundred percent, like most of children's, <laughs> most animated and just children ideas yeah. uh, from the writers itself. So yeah, uh, they're returning. So there's right that. I'm happy for my son who will get to experience the Spy Kids era. Hopefully, it's good because I hate when things get remade or rebooted and then it ends up like ruining the legacy. Is like Netflix. Obviously, like I'm not a huge Netflix person. Um, and I know that some of the price changes have obviously Being coming less people. and less. 
Yeah, like, but their content too, right? It's not like what they do is they make like two seasons. They'll make everybody fall in love with the show, and then they'll cancel it. Yeah, it has to be frustrating. I don't understand. Yeah, that. I I haven't like watched anything all week. I don't know why. My brain's just like, you don't want to watch any of this. I'm like, I got shows to watch. It's like, nah, I don't wanna. I don't know why though. I don't understand the philosophy. I guess they're just like, it, as long as we it, create the a huge catalog, I do what I want, and as long as the dollars keep cashing in we're good but they spend so much to the point of like it's never been about them being profitable it's about them being investable ah and, I mean, and being actively it's like saying well you for you to be like a very legit player in the economic world you have to take on a ton of debt all like, right that doesn't Lindsay, make sense to me but like it really doesn't it does. Lindsay ramsey over here i like this Lindsay ramsey over <laughs> here. <laughs> what's that what's that uh, uh the dave ramsey dude the money guy oh right on yeah yep Follow me to wealth. There's 5,000 books that you can have if you want. That's true. <laughs> Do you want to know the quickest way to piss me off? What? Tell me not to swear. I found um, this. I officially found, like, it's not so much here, because, like, professionally, we're allowed certain swear words, but we're not allowed the good ones. And <laughs> the good ones, I you know, you can only use them in, in so, certain social situations, but last night, I've had this happen to me several times um, when I'm at tennis. And I'll have instructors tell me to stop swearing. And I get the sentiment because it's a gentleman's game. But also, uh. we're at practice. We're not in matches. Like, you can, you can get a penalty point, like, against you if you swear. We're not there. Hoity and I, 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 I was at a point where I'm like, do I want to fight for this for this positive experience right now? Because I was just like, I get so pissed off. But the way that I get, I've noticed too, when I get angry, I shut completely down. Because, unless I can like willing, unless it's a safe space for me to express that anger, which it was not, let alone, is it worth it? That's re- really where my inner dialogue was. I'm like, I'm pissed off now. And now I'm taken out of this moment. That I was having a really good session and like really into it. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, it doesn't feel like safe for me to be myself in there anymore. Because you know me, Adrian. My brain has a lot of gas pedals and very few brakes. Mm-hmm. And so I try really hard to press the right brakes in here. And I literally depend, not depend, but I really utilize the tennis court to be a place where I'm allowed to hit all the gases I want. And so... It's kind of what sports is for a lot of correct. people. And people could say, well, like, you don't need to swear. Like, you don't need... I'm like, I get that. What is the problem the actual swear word? Because I don't see a lot of other people saying it to other other players that not everybody's dropping F-bombs like me, but I'm not the only one using naughty language. And so for me, that has always been, well, do you have a problem with the swearing or do you have a problem with the swear words coming out of my mouth? Because it, my, mouths like mine aren't supposed to be saying unladylike things like this. Yeah, no, nah, hoity-toity tennis. I, I'm, I'm, I don't like that. And, and also, just to clarify... You're saying these words out of frustration and not necessarily right, directed I just, towards it's not anyone. Even, no, 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 no. It's not even out of frustration. I, like, if I lose a point, I'll, I'll drop an F-bomb. But it, it's just, I, I say, I talk constantly because I think I figured it out. Otherwise, I don't breathe. Like, I literally hold my breath. And so, I'm just pumped to be out there. And I'm a completely, like, free spirit. I'm pumping everybody up. Like, we had one of our, Phil, one of the guys who is there for Wednesday night sessions, he pulled up in a sweatband last night. I was like, oh, Phil's bringing his best game tonight. He brought the sweatband. It's too legit. I'm going to wear a sweatband next week. We're going to make it a thing. But I don't really want to go back to that specific session. Because now I don't feel like I can be fully, because now I'm going to be checking all the time. Yeah, no, 100%, especially when you're trying to be free and you're using this and as a relaxation. And what's wrong with swear words? Yeah. Even if there's kids around, what have they heard otherwise? I mean, that's what, true. And uh, 
Have you ever heard a woman a woman swear? Have you watched me play? I think it's a pretty good exchange rate for if people are feeling their best, usually they're their most positive selves. No, 100%. and as someone who is literally like, I know this myself as a teammate. If I'm in a good positive place, I'm the best person to be around. I know this. I, I make a I make a point to do it, and I do it naturally. But if I'm not, if I'm frustrated with my play, or if I'm frustrated with the stuff that's going on around me, I become very introspective, very quiet, very stoic. And this isn't like any. This isn't me like calling out my instructor because it's not the only time it's happened at that facility. It's not the only time it's happened in my life. It happens all the time. It happens for my family. It happens for my friends. It's whatever. Don't police what I say. Facts. Unless I'm saying something legitimately offensive directed at someone that needs correction. If I'm dropping an f bomb because I can't believe Phil just hit an unbelievable passing shot with a backhand that he had no business doing, I think we're good. And I think we're all adults here. I think so as well. Yeah. No. I literally, I, I, I got so mad and I'm glad because I'm like, oh, so this is what I do. This is a hundred percent what I do. And usually I would leave. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm not going to play more because I, it becomes so tough for me just to stay in the moment and not basically have a meltdown, not cry, not fr- freak out and stuff. But because there's only 20 minutes left, I'm like, you're not leaving. You're just going to. And I was straight faced for the rest of the way. And I'm just out of it. No, I can't. And I that's can't. a me problem. But I'm just like there are certain there are certain times to fight for your better experience and then there's certain times where you actually have the capacity to do it like I didn't have the gas to be like all right let's let's fight one for the gal pals again like let's get pissed off and be like you don't get to say that to me guy like blah 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 I'm like I didn't have it in my tank yesterday I'm like I'm too tired to fight for this right now no that happens and also if if there's other sessions that you can go to or other yep. places that's a so great thing. that's exactly so it's like good riddance at least I know now because mm-hmm. no matter how long it takes, is once you find out, you know, kind of like relationships, oh. like you know it. Okay, cool, that's fine. You and I'm do not, it? I'm not burning the bridge the first time that you, uh, s- that you, that you say something crappy. But if it's a repeated thing, and it, once that line is crossed, that whole there's no turning back with me. Hey, th- th- so, shame on them. Just so you know, well, not shame. Just it's a learning experience for us all. Don't police what people have to say, like especially if they're just. Saying noises because they were excited to be outside. Let's swear after the show. Okay. Uh, it's like 10 seconds away. Be well to yourselves. Be well to others. Use your blinkers because people are dying. And we're about to drop some F-bombs up in this bitch. Be back tomorrow, 3 to 5. Bye. <laughs>